Hey guys, welcome back to, welcome to the How's Your Heart podcast. It's so nice to be chatting with you one-on-one today. It is the 18th of September today and taking this on all by myself, week four of our Bloom series and today's episode is going to be all about the chemicals in our brain, the neurotransmitters and the hormones in our brain and how we can best support sustainable levels of those and this episode is one that you know I'm no professional it's just something that I'm learning about in uni and I thought why not share what I'm learning in uni with you guys as well hopefully you guys can take it into your day I know this topic of dopamine detox has been circling around the internet for a while now and It's something that I like, I don't know if I was really interested in initially because, you know, fads come and go, but learning about it in uni and learning about how we have become, I guess, accustomed to this new uh, accessibility of dopamine, especially, but all these other hormones and neurotransmitters like oxytocin and serotonin and endorphins that we'll talk about today and how it can really impact on our well-being. And I thought when we're in this season of bloom, when we're really taking time to focus on our mind, our body and our soul, let's also take care of how sustainable these habits are and how they actually impact on the internal stuff, the stuff that's going in our brain, our pituitary gland, everything like that. So I thought I'd give you a few updates first and foremost. Obviously, we're heading into week four. So this is what I've been doing over the past week in terms of my mind, body, soul. So for my mind, I have been having weekends away from social media, not necessarily like deleting the app. I think that is a really good option. I just haven't got there yet. It is very aspirational to do. I just haven't reached that point yet. But having them away from social media in the sense that I haven't been pressuring myself to post on the Instagram every single day, just when it feels really good. And I feel like, yeah, I'm inspired and I want to get my message out there or even just like show up on social media today. But weekends have not been those days for me. And I've just really started removing the pressure. I find a lot of the time when my mental health is suffering or I'm just feeling really chaotic in my mind, it's because I'm placing so much expectation on myself to show up perfectly all the time. And I think like everyone can relate to that. Hey, but it's so often that I think that I'm a robot and I can just go, go, go every single second of every single day and realizing the humanity in my existence is something that I think I'll constantly be learning and having weekends away from social media has just eased my mind so much because I know, okay, on two days of the week, like I'm not expected to show up in that way. For my body, I have been taking up cycling as a new hobby and this is like so fresh. Like I literally started today (laughs) because as you guys know, my hip has been on its last legs and I was getting really good at running in the past few months I was feeling so good and it was such a nice release and to be able to explore using running was honestly my favorite part of running as a whole but because I've damaged my hip and I just I'm really 
out of running at the moment. I've been taking up cycling because it doesn't hurt my hip. And so I did it at the gym today and I'm looking at getting a bike so I can be out in the sunshine and still exploring. I think that's like a big part of my fitness journey that I've realized is alongside like different schedule changes with work and life and also just accessibility to gym and equipment and injuries and whatnot like being really adaptive and focusing on like why I want to train so I really want to run but it's not really about the running that I want to do like I I love to run but also I really really even more than that enjoy being in the sunshine and exploring and yes I can go on a walk but sometimes I feel like walking is just too slow and I just really want to like get that rush and so and we'll talk about that actually more throughout the episode but cycling has been something that I'm trying to take up and also experiencing a new hobby is just fun moving my body in a new way is fun and I'm feeling like a little kid with all of my new little hobbies now um for my soul this week um I have been and this actually is a big update (laughs) I feel like it's something that's just happened I just got off a phone call with my best friend Kate and I was talking to her about this and I've decided that I'm going to stay single for a while longer. As you guys know, throughout season four, I went through a breakup and I've been dabbling in the dating pool for the past few months since then. And that's been all right. But I guess I've just come to this realization that it's probably going to be a while before I find another relationship. And I'm kind of all right with that. I know what I bring to the table and I haven't met anyone who really matches that yet and so I've really just decided that it's instead of like wasting my energy yearning for a relationship even though I really want it like I I really would love a relationship it's also I don't want to like waste that energy yearning for it when I really want this summer and like this next few months to really just be focused on me and indulging in hobbies that I really like and reading and yeah it's not like I'm taking a break from relationships in the sense where like I need to fix myself in order to be good enough for a relationship or to be safe for a relationship like I don't really know if I agree with that whole rhetoric but I'm really taking, like, instead, I'm just taking this time and energy that I would be kind of searching and hunting down for a new partner. Um, I'm taking that and turning it inwards and just, like, spending time enjoying myself. So that's been my sole task, I guess, this week. And it's felt really empowering because... Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit of a story. (laughs) I realized over the past few weeks since hurting my hip, I've been seeing someone for it and I thought they were really cute and I was going to, I literally was kind of mid asking them out and then they told me that they had a partner and like that's so fine, completely like girls go through and through, like I'm not going to in like go any further with that because (laughs) that's just not okay in my eyes but yeah it kind of hit me a bit hard because I realized like I'm willing to put myself out there and I'm willing to 
like ask someone out if I feel like they would be a fun person to hang out with and I guess it is really special to me that I know that I can do that and it's really fun to be able to throw myself out there and have a bit of a spontaneous time but I think I can find that kind of energy as well with my friends and I've really just been investing in my friendships lately and I've really, really been loving it. My friend Georgia and our new friend Brooke and I have been having margaritas on her balcony every Friday night and just having some of the most beautiful conversations and just feeling like it's just so fun and fresh and it's exactly what I wanted when I was in high school and primary school thinking about who I'd be in my 20s like having that really good group of friends who can do spontaneous stuff together and have fun but yeah you just know you're supported the whole time like I've really been desiring more friend time and I think oh actually I saw this new study that came out I actually do not know the credentials or like who it was conducted by, but they said that men really value and benefit from relationships with women, whereas women really benefit from relationships with other women. And I think that just comes down to the fact that like as a woman, it's so nice to be able to talk it out and to be so connected with your girls and you know, I find that I realize what it means to be cared for and to be loved by someone from my female friendships. And I just, oh, I just love it. Like that is one of the biggest realizations I've had over the past few months. And it is something that I'm just going to value for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. I think it's time to shift gears and get into the juicy part of the episode. Obviously, like I said before, I am not a professional in terms of any of this, this is just a little bit of research and my studies that I am basing it off of. But the whole reason why I wanted to create this episode is because I've found myself over the past couple months realizing that I'm really addicted to instant hits of dopamine and it comes really of it becomes really obvious when I am having a low mental health week or even just a low mental health period even I know I've talked about this previously on the podcast I'm kind of I don't know towing my brain in knowledge about PMDD because I've been finding that prior to my period every single month I've just been feeling the lowest of lows and it's really uncommon for me to be feeling like that so irregularly like if I'm gonna have a bad mental health time usually it happens longer than just like a week every month it would happen for a few months at a time or a few weeks at a time but I've been tracking my cycle and I've been noticing that when I am feeling really low it's obvious because I go through these really high highs and really low lows and it's when I'm addicted to the instant hits of dopamine so like for example, an instant hit of dopamine for me is scrolling on TikTok for hours and hours at a time. And I literally just don't get out of bed. (laughs) And that becomes really addictive for me. And like, I guess a coping strategy for when I am feeling really low, because that instant hit of dopamine really just keeps me distracted. Like 
obviously TikTok keeps you distracted, but it also keeps me on a high. But when things come around, like I need to get up for the day or I need to turn off my phone, I need to go to bed, whatever, I have this drop and I feel it like in my soul as soon as that distraction and that hit has been taken away, like I feel it. And it's not a nice feeling. I'm sure you guys can relate, but it just really made me realize that especially when we're going through a tough time mentally having the like being reliant on instant hits of dopamine can really just make it so much more of a harder time to deal with and to move through because you're going through not only like a low low but also just like peaks and troughs throughout that that are really quite exaggerated so I've decided that throughout this eight week or 10 week period of um, the Bloom series, I would be focusing more on sustainable methods of, you know, maintaining those hormone and neurotransmitter releases and just relying on more sustainable methods of increasing those as well. So that when I am low, I turn to those rather than I turn to those instant gratification kind of methods. And I actually think that it has been working because I woke up with my period this morning and the week before now, there have been some rocky times, but it's been less negative and less all-consuming than it had been even in the month prior. And I really think it's come down to the fact that I've been you know, putting my mind, body, soul first. I've really been trying to focus on these more sustainable methods of uplifting my experience. And so I thought I would dive into the four different focuses we're going to have today. So we have our neurotransmitters, which are dopamine and serotonin, but serotonin can also act as a hormone. I just thought I'd put that out there. And then we have our hormones, which are oxytocin and endorphins. And I've written up a little bit on each about what they are, the instant forms, like the forms that we might gravitate to when we want that instant hit, but then also how we can start implementing them in a more sustainable way. Um, Especially I've seen a lot of research about our friends with ADHD and how it can be really good to start implementing more sustainable methods of, especially focusing on dopamine, focusing on sustainable methods of having that dopamine increased can really benefit them and their experience alongside other things to do with ADHD. And I've really seen this with not only my friends who have ADHD, but also my clients at work, the kids who have ADHD and seeing them, how they react to more paper-based tools and then more like tech-based tools and it's been really interesting to even do that little research with them as well and you know both have their time and place and so I thought I would dive into this and let's see what we get at. I think this would be a really good episode for someone who might be like me and get stuck in this instant gratification kind of cycle especially around lower mental health places and wants to start acting from that ground zero place and just start yeah really increasing the different hormones and neurotransmitters in their brain 
Okay, so our first one is dopamine, and this is kind of a hot topic at the moment. I feel like everyone is talking about dopamine, at least in my circles, and this one is a neurotransmitter that really focuses on our rewards and reinforcement. So this is kind of like if a dog does a trick and they get a treat, they'll get that hit of dopamine and they'll continue to do it. It kind of reinforces behavior. And so instant forms of this can be described as like a dopamine rush. Like you get that high, you get that real big happy feeling after you achieve something. And then when we reflect on that, the good feel good emotions that we have with that action are going to make it more likely for us to to do that again and to go after that again because we have a good association with it like good emotions are associated with that action so I'm more likely to do it in the future but in instances where we rely on this and it can become potentially negative in our life is going shopping after a really bad day I find I do this all the time like I'll not window shop like I'll actually buy something because I find that it does just give me that sense of dopamine and I will even use girl mass and say well it was like a $20 t-shirt and this t-shirt's going to give me $20 worth of happiness and I will girl mass anything I was actually on a walk with my friend yesterday and we were using girl mass to justify these black boots that I bought the day beforehand for a party and I'm not in the market for black boots like I really just don't need them but I tried them on they were 40% off and we broke it down that if I wear them 10 times they were $10 each and I'm probably going to wear them more than 10 times because they are such a staple item and they can be worn anywhere and everywhere but also other things like gambling and sex and binge eating which I think I'm going to do an episode on my whole eating disorder in this season as well for our body section but it really just shows that these things are so prevalent in our society and prevalent in our lives but there are other ways to implement and increase our dopamine in our body. So things like I said before, running has been such a good one for me alongside sleep. I find that sleep has such a big impact on my mental health and how likely I am to engage in those more instant dopamine rushes um, because it, it just really stabilizes my mood and I need to give it more credit. There have also been studies about how vitamin D and B12 can help increase dopamine. It could be something that you could take and do further research on. That would be a great method, especially if you are low in those nutrients. I think it just comes down to those like main base pyramid parts of life, right? Like movement, sleep, good nutrition and hydration a bit of work-life balance like when it comes down to it, I think those are it's the silly little things that really just make the difference and unfortunately our society and our lives have not really been set up to prioritize those things but that's why we're creating this episode because just a reminder that those simple little things actually can have a really big impact on our well-being even down at the science level um, what are some other things Dopamine, also trying a new hobby with a friend. I think that is a great way to do it. 
go cycling, go to an art class, go to a paint and sip, do a dance class, do something that you're both a little bit scared to do. Like do something that is initially scary, but will give you like a really good sense of like relief and reward afterwards. And who knows, you might even have a little bit of fun if you, (laughs) if you dare. Okay, let's move on to serotonin. This is our other neurotransmitter or hormone or can act as a hormone. Um, that is our mood stabilizer. And there have been a bunch of studies conducted about how nutrients can food can nutrients from food can have a big impact on our serotonin so really just related to the gut and our instant forms of receiving this are basically anything that's the opposite of peace and contentment so for me coffee makes me pretty anxious not gonna lie but the initial high that coffee gives me does help with my serotonin levels which is why it's that instant kind of gratification also lack of sleep and just being really restless like having that chronic exhaustion it can feel like you're being really productive and you're doing all of these things but when your body is chronically exhausted and having that chronic fatigue kind of set in that's when it can actually counteract the initial benefits of staying up later when it comes to serotonin i like to think of being a plant like what would a plant need in order to feel happy it makes me feel like that really base level happiness kind of shining from the inside having that sunlight making sure we're getting really nice beautiful foods in our life and having a balance of that too i think that is a big part of this so obviously those less nutrient dense foods make us happy that's why we really like them and we want to indulge in them but having them all the time doesn't give us the same benefit and doesn't increase our serotonin like it would if it was in a balanced diet so I think the main pointer for me in terms of serotonin is I'm really focusing on foods that come from the earth and come from the oceans and come from the animals and plants we have on land. I think for the longest time I was in this diet culture where a lot of things were packaged and unfortunately I just don't feel awfully great on that so I'm trying to focus a bit more on more plants from the earth but let's move on to oxytocin I feel like with (laughs) the update that I gave you at the beginning of this episode I've been feeling like I've been lacking this hormone in my life for a long time but this is our love hormone and our social behavior interaction type hormone and I love this one as someone who loves love I feel like I've said that so many times over the past couple days I love love I love being in love I love falling in love I love having people in love with me like I just love all of those aspects of love but I really wasn't seeking it in a good sustainable way, especially post breakup, having that easy accessibility to dating apps and hookup culture and everything in the realm of that. I find that when I am feeling really lonely, that's like my first jump and I really want to change that narrative to the more social interaction side. So 
like I said in the beginning of the episode, I've really been focusing on my female friendships. And so calling one of those girls up and having chats to them has become a daily thing that I do. Like I call someone, one of my good friends every single day. It's a different one every single day, but it honestly has made such a difference because I completely get the narrative that being single can feel so lonely, especially when you are one of those people who really treasures the small things like the good morning texts and being able to call them and going on cute dates and stuff. Being with really good friends and being in a relationship, they are quite different. And I think that's really cool that they are different and they are special in their own regards, but it can feel really lonely. And like that aspect of your life is just not being fulfilled, especially when you are single. But I've started realizing that like those good morning texts and hanging out, like having a weekly date or something that can also happen with your friends. And so like, I've been texting my friend being like, Hey, how was your weekend? And just catching up with them over the phone. Like we have such amazing technology and just use utilizing that as much as we can to have those oxytocin, oxytocin releases, um, has been really good. And also acting on love languages, not only for your friends and your family, but also for yourself. Like I'm someone who really values words of affirmation. So I have been journaling quite a lot and at the end, just doing like a big gratitude list, but more focused on me and like how far I've come and just taking time out of my day to actually give myself affirmations and, be proud of myself. I think that's something that's like a big theme for this season. Like I've taken so much of my life to scramble out of really low points and it's taken so much energy and so much time. And I don't think I give myself enough credit for how far I've come. And I don't want to take that for granted because like I would celebrate my friends and I do celebrate my friends for every achievement that they do and I rarely give that to myself but I've really been focusing on that and I think that like that is such a beautiful way to start fostering the relationship with yourself like actually giving yourself credit for how far you've come it feels like so special to like hold your heart and just be like yeah like you've done that and I like cry all the time over like how far and how much has changed over the past few years and especially in terms of like my eating disorder and my mental health and it's just been such a big journey and I wouldn't take that credit away from anyone so why would I do that for myself and it's been so nice to be able to gift that to myself but let's head on to the last one this is our endorphins another hormone and it's our pain reliever and my biggest downfall (laughs) is I love endorphins they are so fun and the instant way that I reach for them most times especially when I'm in the low part of my period is I crave the intensity so I crave being really scared and then texting the ex and like feeling that endorphin rush of sending them the text or doing something that I shouldn't and it just doesn't, it doesn't set me up for success. Let's be real. Like I texted one of my exes the other day. No, it was in August. If I'm being honest, it was in August. It was definitely inspired by August by Taylor Swift. Like, let's be real. And I basically said like, I really treasure you and I would love to spend time with you again. He said the same thing back. And then in September ghosted me. So (laughs) yeah, 
it was nice. The endorphin rush was nice, but it really just, you know, good luck, bad luck, who knows. But the ways to implement it more <laughs> sustainably is to do challenging forms of movement. And I've really been craving that at the moment, just doing things that are hard and doing things that really challenge me mentally. And I love like the mental battle, especially when you're on a run or something and you're like, I want to stop. I want to stop. I want to stop. And you're just like, no, like just keep going. And it, it just, that fight towards the end and then feeling that endorphin rush like even during it like that runner's high during the end of your run I love that shit it's so good um also dancing is a great way to do this especially when it's like those really feel-good songs I have full-out concerts in my car screaming crying laughing the whole act is going on I feel like I'm on stage my true Leo colors are coming out and I just love it so highly recommend dancing maybe even just putting on a show like I think that's so fun and oh and another thing I'm not sure if this is necessarily endorphin it's probably more along like the dopamine side of things but I've been listening to like vlog background music like that really lo-fi kind of classical um vibe of music when I'm getting ready for my day and it just makes my whole morning so more romantic and just just elevates it and I just love it so much um but that's all that I have for today guys I want to encourage you to continue blooming and to continue doing those mind body soul actions those silly little things that you know help you throughout your day-to-day and help your well-being and maybe try out some of these neurotransmitter hormone boosting and increasing methods of just enhancing your life and helping you do it more sustainably because that's really all we wanted but yeah I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in if you want to catch up with me head over to Instagram I also have been starting TikTok I'm currently filming a day in the life so you get to see all of the fun things that I get up to I went to the beach today which is so exciting but um yeah I just want to thank you guys for coming on the podcast and just enjoying this time with me I trust you guys so much. And this is such a privilege privilege to do. I hope you have an amazing day. And I'm sending you so much love. And I just think you're an awesome, incredible human being. And I hope you know that. And that you treat yourself kindly today. And um, you've come so far. And you're going to go so far. And I'm so excited. But yeah, I'll see you next week, guys. Have a good week. Mwah. Thank you so much for hanging out today. It is always a pleasure to be able to open up this conversation about mental health and the human experience. How's Your Heart, the podcast was created as a place for sharing from the heart. And because of this, it does not cover a professional or medical scope. And the concepts and tools discussed by myself and our beloved guests should not be taken as medical advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health, reach out to a medical professional or call Lifeline on 13 11 14.